I think my expectation is just to feel. Mm-hmm. Feel the vibe, feel the energy, and be open-minded and receive what, you know, the content has for me. Mm-hmm. So that, that, that's all I'm looking forward to, and I'm pretty excited about it. Okay. Now, coming up, coming up just as a young man in America, young black man in America, what, yeah. was, was there... Was there a stereotype about Africans in Africa, how they felt about you being a black American? Mm, that's a good question. So you are now tuned in to a Power Podcast Network production. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to Bridging the Gap with KG Salon. Today we got a special guest, my brother, my friend, Mr. Shamar Allen owner of Allen Lux Studios, man. He's a photographer extraordinaire, clothing label. Um, he's a lot of things, man. Uh, great entrepreneur, um, community um, community activist. You know what I'm saying? So welcome to the show, Mr. Shamar. Um, please introduce yourself for the people that don't know you. Hey, man, I think we did a good job wrapping it all up. Uh, first off, I uh, appreciate you having me here uh, today. Uh, so yeah, I'm a native of Charlotte, uh, lived in a few other places as well, but came back and, uh, photography is my love, you know, and I, uh, love to capture beauty and I love to do that, the beauty in people as well. Cause a lot of times people don't even see their own beauty. So that's what my focus is, is to bring art to the world. And I got into the clothing by chance, people like my logo. So I just started putting it on everything like hot sauce, man. <laughs> right there, right there. That's right. <laughs> That's right, man. You you providing a lot of things for the community. Um, me myself, I owe you so much, man. You're my man. A hundred grand. If I had a hundred grand, I'd give you fifty. That's how much I feel that you have helped me. You know what I'm saying? Um, there, there's not a time when I've I've done a photo shoot with you when you've asked me for money. I try to give you money. You don't ever want money. Um, so I'm a person that's very. I'm I'm really. What's the word to use? Like. I love when someone is loyal, you know what I'm saying? Like I break my neck for that person when they're when loyalty goes that way. And I you've been so loyal to me that when I say if I got a million dollars, you got a million dollars. And I and I stand on that. You know what I mean? So thank you for that, man, for always being present when when I need you and, and not turning your back and you never made it nothing about money. And that's what I love. You know, you you have you see you see the vision. You know what I'm saying? And thank yep, you. Yep. Man, and, and just to touch on that, you know, uh, with photography, um, my bread and butter comes in from event photography. I have a couple of corporate contracts, um, and that's where it comes in at. You know what I'm saying? I posted a, a meme yesterday that I uh, hope my homies don't see me as a competitor because I see them as a teammate, and that's how it's always been since day one. Yeah. I'm not looking, you know for you to just throw money my way. I see your vision. I see you running. I see you hustling. And if I can add to that, mm-hmm. then I will, you know, and you always pay it forward uh, one way or another. So, I mean, it's all love, man. Yeah, bro. Th- this, this is how I know when God is working. Cause as have you feed me, I feed the people on, on the continent. You, you can look on there and you can see your designs, your images on that continent. You know what I'm saying? Like we're transporting, we're actually doing what our ancestors made us to do. You know what I'm saying? We're we're right. connecting with our essence, and we're trying to make things better for them. So, I one your image is going to be in museums. I said this to another photographer a few years ago. Turn around, 
couple of years later, guess where his has his art was? It was in the museum. It was Smithsonian, wasn't it? Was it was at, yeah. It, it was all over, all over, yeah, Paris, France. He had the display, had the, the pop-up everything at the Louvre. Nice. See nice. what I'm saying? So things go a long way, man, when you have a genuine heart. That's basically what, what I mean. You have a genuine heart, and I, I definitely appreciate that. And you got a great eye, man, for images. Um, I, I Anybody that I meet that's either an artist, a model, any of those things, I always try to put your name, you know, connect you guys together because, like I said, you got a great eye. I got the engineer right now, right? I just told him about you. I told him about you earlier, and I know he's going to connect with you because he have a product, and you are a person that's promoting small businesses, especially small black oh, yeah. businesses. Oh, yeah. Um, yes, sir. Yeah. And speak on that. Yeah, man. So it, it, it's just something that came about. I, I always support black owned businesses because um, I want them to support me as well. You know, and my thing is, is that, you know, what a support look like? You know, sometimes it could be a share. It could be a like because us creatives, all we need is to do is share our work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we sure. may not necessarily you may not have the means to pay us, book us for a session, mm -hmm. but you can for free share it. Let somebody else know and then somebody else can do it. And what I find on my timeline, because, of course, I start adding a lot of other business owners and stuff and join a lot of uh, business groups on Facebook. And you hear that story. Uh, people get frustrated. So uh, business owners get frustrated because we have a lot of people that are always looking for a hookup, looking for a discount. Mm -hmm. You know, customers get frustrated because they're saying that the uh, business owners, the customer service sucks. Or, you know, your website is not up. So on both sides of the fence, you hear the argument. But I'm like, there's a way to give that feedback. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Because yeah. we're all out here trying to win. And we're, we're most of the time, we're a one-man or a one-woman show. Right. And we're not going to hit the mark on everything. And I would prefer if they miss the mark, let me give them the feedback. And hopefully that'll help them and then they can advance. So since I already support black-owned businesses and I got a camera and I got lights and stuff, mm -hmm. I'm like, hey, why don't I just do it on the show? So uh, if I record it, record me opening it up, give y'all a little bit of research background on the company itself, tell you what my experience was, and then hopefully that'll give you a, a chance to make an educated decision on whether or not you're going to uh, work with that business. Right. Now, the ones that I've done thus far has been a great experience. There's one that, you know, the op is opportunity for better, and I'm going to give that feedback, but it's going to be in a positive way to uplift my people you know right and that that and there we go on our next subject our people like yes, you you a person that love your our people like we love our people and we're willing we're willing we are willing to give our life for our people it's not too yeah. many people out there that's like that that look like us but we are willing to sacrifice ourselves so we can have a better life as a people um what why do you have so much love for us man you know i mean it, it, it just it starts at home right you mm -hmm. know because that's who who raised you it's a village yeah it's a village and this village looks just like me mm -hmm. you know um the village that came before me they they are the reason why i'm here you know, we can talk about some of the historical things. We talk about the historical of Obama being the first uh, black president. We talk about the owner of Kamala Harris being the first female and black uh, vice president. You know, yeah. people, people 
set the case for that. They, 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 they blazed the trail to lead us to that point. And I am appreciative of my ancestors for doing it for me. And it's my job to do it for, for, for my future. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. And the ones here now, and we're not going to do it for each other. And nobody's going to do it. So you have to, man. And man, it's magical, man. And I have, for, you know, black unicorns. It's just magical. And I love it. And I feed off of it. I get more out of it. And all the help and anything that I can do, it always feeds back into me. So I got to do it. And I and I, I feel your spirit on that. Matter of fact, I, I see something's trying to interrupt the the vocals. Can are you get in it? Cause it, it coming out. Okay. Can you hear me well? Yeah, I can. Okay. Yeah, it was it was it was starting to get a little staticky. But nah, I, I definitely I can relate to everything you saying. Um, and um, th this is the reason why I do this show is just to bridge the gap and connect black people all around the world. I I want to stop the. I want to stop the stereotyping of each other. I know you you are excited to go visit Africa, and, and we 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 may get that opportunity this this upcoming April going to Ghana. Hopefully, inshallah, you know we can make it happen financially. But um, like when when you get to the continent, what are you expecting? I think my expectation is just to feel, mm -hmm. feel the vibe, feel the energy and be open-minded and receive what, you know, the continent has for me. Mm -hmm. So that, that, that's all I'm looking forward to. And I'm pretty excited about it. Okay. Now coming up, coming up just as a young man in America, young black man in America, what, yeah. was, was there, was there a stereotype about Africans in Africa how they felt about you being a black American? Mm, that's a good question. So I don't think that I experienced that growing up. You know, growing up, we, you know, we always were taught that everybody looks to the West. Mm -hmm. So we, we thought that everyone looked to America and us um, for everything. And, of course, we were fed that um, Africa you was either in the safari, it was only animals there, uh, and then where there was civilization, it was all huts and stuff like that. We were not taught the riches of the land, you know, and that everything came from the land. We had to gather that on our own. Right. And um, But as I got older, right, so in the 20s and stuff, I think that's when, to your question, uh, some of that perception came along is that we as we're not accepted by many, you know, Africans that more so, you know, we are appropriating uh, culture. So it, it was, it was like a divide, uh, divided line embraced or accepted. So that's the misconception. I, I'm, and I think it's a misconception, but that's what we kind of were fed. Uh, in my and, and that is the misconception. They were fed the same thing. They, I, I just had a conversation with my last guest about the same thing. So I'm not going to go, Deep into it, cause yeah. But we we all were fed this type of poison on their side, on our side. So we have these misconceptions in our mind of how each other are. And like I said, this is this is the job I'm trying to do, just to connect us, so we can erase that that line in the sand. And us taking the trip is a, is a way for you to you know for all of us to just, cause I've never been to Ghana either. 
You know, and, yep. and right now, by the way, Ghana is offering citizenships to Black Americans. I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. You know, because off the Gold Coast is where most of the slave ships came from the Gold Coast. Mm -hmm. So, I think that's very interesting, and most of us should take advantage of that. Whether you, whether you just go and do it, and then later on you explore it, do that. I mean, yeah. it's an opportunity to finally connect with your essence. Because, for one thing, for myself, I always believe because my father taught me. In order to know where you're going, you got to know where you come from. And that's, that's literally that. Like, the Japanese at the end of the day can go home. The Chinese at the end of the day, they can go home. The black Americans never feel like they can go home. They feel like this is their home. That's where they're fighting over some blocks that don't belong to us. That's, that's part of the mind, the tr you know, the trick knowledge. Yeah, yeah. So why don't you take this opportunity and really go see it and just be like, wow, we have did all of this. When they announced that, when mm. Ghana announced that, because that was right around that time, George Floyd, that I heard about, you know, Ghana extending mm. that invite. And I you know what? And I was talking to one of my friends. I said, we need to at least travel there. Yeah. You know, visit, vacation there to see. Because, you know, ain't nobody else out here screaming, you know, um, y'all are welcome here. So right. why don't we at least go see? So absolutely. I totally agree with you. Just if you go experience it for yourself and then make that uh, decision. Yeah. Start researching how you do dual citizenship and all of that. So, yeah. You know, because we do. For some reason, we do have a tie here. Now, I've always felt like the world is way too big mm -hmm. to be in one place, but I do get your, your, you know, your soul ties and your connections, especially because of family and mm -hmm. stuff. But that connection extends beyond that immediate family or that immediate village because my connection goes back over the water. Time. Right. So and, and, I, and when we come back from this trip, I'm going to do another show. going to bring you back because I want you to really express to the audience what feeling you received like when you stepped off that plane because yeah. I know the feeling that I got I got this feeling like I was just at peace and and maybe because I was really born on that soil but on the same note that's not it because I've been in America my whole life um, but it was just this peaceful feeling that I received when I got there and then when I heard the people and I, I, I got the love that you know that I like really the love that we've been searching for you know what I'm saying it was just it was just something that was magical, and I can't explain it. So I'm going to have you to come back and just tell tell the people about your experience. You know? Hey, real quick, I'm going to show you something. Because it's right here in front of me. Because when we originally talked about it, I, because you know I like to create stuff all the time. And I created this. Give me one second. Uh-huh. That's a, that. Yeah, that's dope. So, yeah. Well, that's that, dope. That, that's just, when we talked about it, I immediately created that. That's how I feel, you know, Yes. All that, all that. And happy Black History Month to you and everyone else. Black history is every day anyway. But, uh, Absolutely. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, all right. I know you ventured into the clothing, the clothing sector. Yeah. Um, if someone is interested in, in going into that venture, what, what should they consider? You know, like I said, I just uh, got in it uh, when I started my business four years ago. Uh, my logo go hard. I, I'm saying that myself. You know, I'm going to hype myself up. It goes hard. And I put it on a T-shirt just for me, mm -hmm. you know, so that I could market myself and stuff. And then I started doing events and people were liking it. Well, one, I put it on my staff and things like that at my events, but then I just started selling it. Yeah. Um, in the beginning, I just found somebody that screen print and, you know, um, 
they were black as well. They were a black-owned business. They screen print. Uh, she did it more as a hobby, not as her, uh, you know, full-time or anything like that or a business. Mm-hmm. So she was doing them for me in the beginning, but then she got out of that and she started focusing on our real estate. Yeah. Um, so searching around, I was, you know, a lot of people like to just go on Facebook and be like, hey, help me, tell me where the vendors are and stuff like that. You know, people don't like to do the legwork. I right. wanted to do the legwork. I wanted to figure out where the manufacturers at, you know, where, where uh, are people getting their private label clothes because generic stuff. Yeah. Every time I release something, it's something different. It's a new and different design. And it just, you got to do the work, you know, yeah. the behind the scenes work. So the, the, the groundwork was finding vendors, finding quality because the first couple of oils, it was a flop. And I was like, I'm not about to sell this to nobody. Yeah. I ain't about to put my name on this, yeah. <laughs> you know? So yeah. once I found a good quality product, I, I wore it myself, saw people, you know, complimenting it or talking about it. Mm-hmm. So then I'm like, yeah, this is it. So I have to release it. So yeah, do that homework, uh, stay true to you. And you're, you know, uh, making sure you're consistent. Mm. So consistently delivering a quality product to your client. That's the best feedback or advice I have. Okay. My personal question. I have never asked you, where does the Allen Lex come from? Man, that is a great question. Um, So when I started looking at it, I was like, okay, when I started looking at getting into photography, Mm. a lot of people they name it after themselves, you know, Shamar Allen Photography. Mm. That's what everybody was doing. I didn't want to name it after myself because I had a bigger vision. So Mm. to the whole point of always bringing others up, I wanted to design my business like a law firm. Okay. So you, you you have apprentice and then you have junior photographers and then they can come up and be a partner photographer. So if you notice on my business card, it says partner slash photographer Mm. because and, and, and then I chose that. And I'm going to tell you why I chose that name. But I wanted a name outside of me because I'm like, if somebody works for Shamar Allen Photography, yeah. they may not have as much invested in it if it was its own entity. Mm. So I knew I wanted it to be its own entity. So then it came to, you know, what do you name it? Mm. All right. So Allen is my last name. My last name is spelled A-L-L-E-N. But I chose Allen, spelled A-L-A-N, gotcha. that looks like a first name. Yeah. Lux stands for or it means illuminance and illuminate is light and that's what photography is all about is all about light so you that's why you're shot by alan lux so the lux alan illuminates you photography there you have you know what and i never asked all these years you know what i'm saying i the thought actually came in my mind one day but then i forgot to bring it up but that was that was great i think you should put that as a as a sub prefix underneath everything illuminate light because yeah, light yeah. knowledge wisdom understanding right. and light of the camera so i definitely that that's that's great that that was and i'm gonna tell you too while we're here while we're here i'm gonna give a shout out to um my uh graphic designer that's gannon the artist he created the logo Ooh. um we had a conversation i told him i wanted it to be pro black mm-hmm. i wanted uh my logo to be sh- about strength i yep. wanted it to speak to my people and um that logo is fashioned after the eye of horus so you know on the, ah, that, i see it yeah. I, mm-hmm. I you see, see that <laughs> boy you make the knowledge board every day all right i like that i like that yeah. man i like that so what, what what you got in store next? Because uh, I know you have so many things that you do, the photography, the clothing. Um, we talked about the small business ventures, you know, helping the small businesses. Um, what else you got on the menu? Man, that's a good 
that's enough, ain't it? No, <laughs> no it's, it's never enough. We black, man. We got 50 <laughs> right, jobs. Right, right. Yeah. So, um, man, my life, 2020, you know, everybody talks about 2020. To mm. me, I think that was a great experience for me. It brought on a lot of new change. So, built a new house. So, personally moved into a home. Congrats. At the end of 2020. Yeah, big right. congratulations for that, too. Thank yes, you. yes. Thank you. And then at the beginning of this year, moved into a new studio. So home life has changed, business life has changed, new space. So I have to learn a new space, create in a new space, establish myself, mm-hmm. my presence in both new spaces. Um, like, like you said, I am reviewing these Black-owned businesses. I'm right now putting that on my Facebook page, Shamar Allen. Mm-hmm. But I do plan on putting it on YouTube, hopefully grow it bigger, and just give more Black-owned businesses the exposure that they need. Um, I thought last year when I released Dab the Inc. the trilogy, I said that was the third and final edition of Dab the Inc. I've done three of them, not doing no more. And I tell you, no lie, I get five messages on average every week mm-hmm. to do another one. So it sounds like <laughs> this might be, you know, uh, Dab the Inc. reinvented or something. Hey. I don't know. So we do have another visual project that's going to be coming this year. Right. Tell, tell me about Dab the Inc. because that, that was something I haven't even brought up yet. So you have a magazine man, as well. Talk, talk about your magazine. I'm bringing the magazine cover up here, man. Yeah. So, um, that's how we met. Uh, the original Dab Inc. So uh, backing it up four years ago, that's how I launched my business. Uh, first publication that I did was Natty Girls. Mm-hmm. Um, that was to showcase black women with their natural hair. Uh, every time I do a publication, I like to do a reveal party. So the models come in, they shoot for the project, they walk away, and it takes about three, four months before they see one image because I reveal all the images at the party. And so I did Natty Girl first, and then I did uh, Him series, mm-hmm. and then Dab the Ink was the third one. So everything that I do also is things that I love. I love black women with natural hair, you know, uh, black men. I love them, too. I big up them, too, and support them. And then tattoos. I'm big on tattoos. Y'all can't see it, but there's some dope tattoos up under here right yes, now. <laughs> but uh, so the third one was Dab the Ink, and that's how I met KG. Mm-hmm. He submitted uh, the model uh, casting call. And then the brother even ended up on the cover. So I wish I would have brought that up here for them to see it. But it's out there. Yeah. Y'all can go to alanlustudios.com and y'all can see that because all my publications are on my website. That's right. Everything. So I get I get these questions a lot just past weekend even. Uh, people always ask me, I know you model and all that. How can I become a model? You just said something that was very pungent was you said, I submitted to your casting call, right? And I, I, I tell these guys that want to be models, actors, and so forth, you got to stay connected to the internet because that's the easiest thing. And you have to submit yourself. You have to have the look. You have to have the photography. And that's where you come in. You have the right photography to, to take the right pictures, to submit to these places, and so forth. And, that, and that's how sometimes you get chose. Or you just be lucky and you got connections. So Absolutely. if... if Someone was to submit to one of your projects. What would you be looking for, just to give them a, a, a you know, a, a little bit of help? Right, right. So it depends on the type of project, right? So for that project itself, um, Dab the Ink, that is about tattoos, so body art, um, and it doesn't matter how much, right? So to your point, I think it's. 
when we say the look, the look is one thing, mm-hmm. but look is in the eye of the beholder or the mm-hmm. photographer, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, to me, I'd rather say you have to have the confidence. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you see this uh, project, is this something that you're interested in and you want it, you need to have that confidence, you know what I'm saying, that, you know, it's yours. And to your point, submit. Submit for it. They're going to review it. They're going to check it out. Me personally, if I review your work and I don't think it aligns to that project, I'm still going to hit you back and let you know. I'm going to give you some type of feedback. Mm-hmm. The same way that I would want if somebody I was on a job interview, if they gave me the job, of course, I know they wanted me. But if they didn't, I want to kind of get some feedback on, you know, why didn't you choose me? So that's what I do. I try to provide that feedback. And a lot of times you may not end up on that project, mm-hmm. but I got you in mind for something else coming up. Um, and so for the newer models or people who want to get into it, I just say, get comfortable with self no self and that means you go in there it is it, work just like any other work you go get in front of that full length mirror get your angles know how your body moves know how you move know your facial expressions show uh practice doing a happy smile practice doing a happy face or mm-hmm. a sad face dramatic you got to practice all of that stuff because when you get in front of that camera they need to evoke all of that out of you depending yeah. upon what that project is and you got to kind of know how to bring it not yeah. kind of you got to know how to bring it now there will be some coaching and direction along the way but you yeah. gotta have that basic foundation there you go see and that actually meant a lot because like i said i'm constantly getting these questions about what can i do as a model or how do i become a model so you gave them a lot of insight on that so i, I appreciate that all right we now we're we gonna move to something that You've been helping me in as well. Music. Okay. okay you, you, you saw my vision. We sat down. We, we did pretty much a vision board, right? And yes, we're sir. like, okay, let's start going forward. So that's what we've been doing. And every step of the way you've been with me, whether it's a design for, you know, the designs. And shout out to the clothing label, KG Salon. Oh, yeah. That just came out, came from the sky. So thank you for that. But, yeah, the music man, been a great driving force to everything that, that we're doing in the, in the whole kingdom. Of course, we have movies, we have photography, we have uh, um, modeling, and now we got the music. What, what is your take on the modern state of music? The modern state the of modern music? The modern state of, we'll say, hip-hop music to the black community. Yeah, I know. Okay, I had to I pull that. I had... for this question. Yeah. I... <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I because when I tell her, uh, I was gonna say her name, but she probably started talking. You know, the echo. Yeah. You tell her to play whatever. Uh-huh. Um, I, I, I tend to find myself telling her to play '90s hip hop. You know, I think that well, one music period, mm-hmm. music. You have a, a, a connection with music, and it's connected to a place, a time, a feeling, you know? Right. And that's how you always remember it. So no matter what song it is, you're going to remember how you felt when you heard that song originally, or Fast. you're going to remember what you were doing around that time. Yes. So 90s hip-hop is, you know, it raised me, you know? That, that's what I, I was a part of. That's what brought me up and helped me start to explore mm-hmm. my creativity and who I am. With that being said, today's hip-hop, some of it I may not get, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, it's on the radio. It's, if you hear something long enough, you will start rocking your head to it and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I have to say that I, I think it 
the, the this generation connects with that hip hop. You know what I'm saying? They're they're um, embedding it in their mind what they're doing today in this moment, how they felt. They're in their twenties. They're you know living life. They're going to these different places and stuff. They stunting for the gram. They mm-hmm. doing whatever, but they're connected to that music. You know, and because of social media and all the uh, instant access you have to everything mm. it pushes it harder and harder and it's just in, in droves so i think that it has its place mm-hmm. i think that it's doing something to continue to provide a platform for our people to create mm-hmm. and it's still making people a lot of money indeed indeed and and, and i applaud the creativity of it I, I applaud everything about it um do you think it's a there's enough variety in it as far on the mainstream level. No. Okay. No. Yeah. Uh, absolutely not. You know, hip hop, you know, and I, and you know, you hear a lot of different people talk. I, I have a lot of my conscious friends and stuff talk, their talk and different, you know, philosophies on it. But at, at the base of it, I guess hip hop isn't even, hours anymore is not the culture that's more of the corporate side of it so yeah you're gonna hear what they think is going to make it sell or is going to sell or going to make them money and things like that but as far as the root and the core of our music and stuff yeah that diversity is there but it's just not on the main platform right right? yeah yeah and that and that that, like i said that's always been my gripe around the hip-hop is the the lack of variety lack of uh you know the genres um getting exposure because if you don't yeah. sound or look like the next artist, which hence telling us why everybody sounds the same. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah. So if you if you stand out and you in the you in your own lane, it's really hard to get heard. Yeah. Yeah. I go through that. Now I will say that, that, that to the point of the way the internet is now and the instant access, you do have the different platforms mm-hmm. that you know you all can get your music on. But it still is not getting the traction if it's not, you know, being pushed by, you know, a mega corporation yeah. and stuff. But, you know, a lot of people like a lot of underground stuff and they go explore and listen to it. But how do we bridge that gap, right? Yeah. How do we connect more people to it or get them, get more traffic over to you right. all, even though you're not being pushed by a major, you know? Yeah. So that, yeah. And that and that's, that's something that we all got to solve, uh, as a whole, because there there are other artists that sitting there and they just you know they they want their opportunity to shine too, but just because um, things not you know they're not the the popping type music right now yeah. you know what I'm saying they're not getting the love but I I just want to even the playing field for all of us that's all but um I appreciate everything you know appreciate you coming through is there anything you anything else you would like to expand on. Um, just glad to be here. Appreciate you asking me to come. I love, you know, what you're doing here, bridging the gap. I love that title too. I'm losing a lot of light out there. So I hope you can still see me. Yeah. Um, so appreciate you doing this and, uh, yeah, y'all can just find me at alanluxstudios.com. Stay tuned for more and more importantly, you know, make sure y'all focusing on each other, you know, just love on each other and help each other out in any way that you can. That's what's up. That's what's up. You are... Give, give give me your social media. Give me your, your Instagram at least so they can find you. People, you need photography. You need um, you need some fresh gear. 
Get in touch with this man. You got a small got business. You. Get in touch with this man. Give him your social media handle, my brother. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So on all social media platforms, it's Alan Lux Studios. That's A-L-A-N-L-U-X Studios with an S at the end. So, yeah, all platforms, Alan Lux Studios. And then, like I said, the website is alanluxstudios.com. And shout out to John. I see you up there, John. Yeah, you see John over there with the with the fire emojis going crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see, yeah. That, I see that. Shout out to you, man. And um, I love you, my brother. If I don't tell you enough, I'm gonna let you know. I'm gonna let the whole world know, bro. I love you. I appreciate you. I appreciate your loyalty. And I wish you the best always. You know what I mean? And we're gonna turn it up in Africa in the next here, couple brother. of months. Please, please. All right. Oh yeah, I'm ready. I am ready. All right, my brother. Salute, brother. I'll talk to you soon. All right, bro. All right. Alan Lux Studios. There you go. Yo, so that was KG Salon Bridging the Gap with my man, Shamar Allen from Alan Lux Studios. John, what's up? As always, love, bro. Y'all be easy on the other side. Be there for the next episode. Peace and love.